to get trotro, especially if you school somewhere around Accra Circle. I mean, those days when I was in secondary school, in Accra High School. So after we've closed from school, by the time we get to Circle, we will see a long queue. Right? We will see a long queue. Maybe you get there and there are about 50 people, 70 people, 80 people, sometimes 100. And the queue is such that it's, 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 it's very long that it goes and it means to curve like that. It means to curve like that. And when you get there and you find yourself at the back of the queue or you see yourself to be the last person in the queue, it's a bit discouraging. But if you are there and gradually you find yourself in front of the queue, even though the car is not in, it gives you a certain sense of comfort. Amen. And even the mere fact that when the car arrives, you'll be the first to sit down. Or you would be, or you get a chance to occupy the front seat. It, it brings some kind of comfort to you. And this morning, my assignment is to teach you how you can move from the back the front. Please give me Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. How you can move from the back to the front. Or how you can move from the bottom to the top. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright. The Lord. Now let's take the NKJV first. The KJV then we can I want us to And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only. You see? So the plan of God for his people is that his people will be above only. Thou, don't, don't worry, I'll give you points. I have five points. I'll give, I'll give them to you before I close. Thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I commanded this day to observe and to do. It is one thing to observe the commandments of God and it is another thing to do the commandments of God. To observe means to see. To observe means to, to take a close look. To observe means to take a keen look. To observe means to have an interest. So you can observe and not do. But the word of God is saying that to observe, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. May that be your portion. You will, you will, you will only move upward. Oh Jesus. Listen, in this month may you move upwards. May your business move upwards. May your spiritual move upwards. May anything pertaining to you move upwards. In the name of Jesus. You will move upward and never downward. If, you see, and never downward. If you listen. So, you see, the promise of God is conditional. If you listen to the Lord, your God's commands, I am giving you today and careful to follow them. There is something you have to follow. Let me read from the NLT. 
And it says that if you listen to these commands of the Lord, your God, that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey, not just obey, carefully obey, carefully. So carefully obey an example. Carefully obey, carefully obey, carefully obey an example. Carefully obey. Okay, let me go on. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and not at the bottom. Sometimes I was telling one of our branch pastors that, in fact, there were certain prayers that we prayed that we were supposed to pray them. But we've wasted our time praying certain prayers. And I remember those days we were praying this prayer and we're, com- and, and, and we're confessing. I am the head and not the tail. I'm the head and not the tail. Listen, you can confess this scripture as many times as you want. If you fail to observe and follow carefully the commands and the dictates of God, you will never be the head. You'll still be at the bottom. It says that if, you see, if is a condition. In elective man, there's something we call if and only if. Only the elective man students will understand. If you are if you're a common student, you don't understand that one. So, 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 so just take it like that. If and only if. If you listen to the Lord, your God's command. I am giving you today. If only you listen. You will be the head and not the tail. If only you listen, you will be at the top and not the bottom. If only you listen, the Lord will take you upwards and you not go downwards. Amen. If only you listen. So, let me just run us quickly. And many years ago, we were praying this prayer. I am the head. Yes, you are the head. But ask yourself, am I listening? Am I observing carefully the commandments of the Lord? So, somebody will say, so, pastor, how do I move from the bottom to the top. Number one is that you have to be led by the Spirit and obey God. It is one thing to be led by the Spirit and it is another thing to obey God. Hallelujah. Yeah. You would have to be led by the Spirit and to obey God. Be led by the Spirit. When was the last time we prayed a prayer and we asked God, this thing I am about to do, what do you think? When was the last time you, you, you were about taking a major decision in life and you asked God that a radi- and what do you mean by What do you mean What is he? And sometimes eh, people pray that uh, 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 I shall not die. Listen, one of the ways to escape that uh, 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 sudden death is being led by God. Listen, God knows the way. And he says that, I will lead you and instruct you in the way you should go. There is a certain way everybody must go. The Bible says that, for there is a way that seemeth right before a man but the end, you see, we are seated here. We don't know the end. We don't know what will happen two years from now. Two years even too far. In the next 30 minutes, we don't know. Somebody was lying down on the ninth floor. By the time they, by the time they broke, we heard the person was trapped in the collapsed building. The person didn't know. He didn't know. If the person had an idea of what was about to happen, the person would have, you know, run to safety. There is a way that cement right. Now, ask yourself that a coin may fasten There is a way that seems right in the eyes of a man. The fact that everybody is doing it, the fact that men have sanctioned it, the fact that people are approving of you, doesn't make it right. Please, when I'm preaching, don't chat on, you don't chat on WhatsApp. Amen. Thank you for understanding. There is a way that seems right. Now, it's 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 it, it, it's common. It's common for men to have. A wife and have a side chick. There is a way 
that seemed right. It's common, it's common for young girls to date somebody's father. There is a way. That seemed right. And your friends will applaud you. It, 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 it has become normal for a 22, 23-year-old boy to date a married woman. And the woman will say, my husband has traveled. So for about six, seven months now, I have not had sex. Listen, are you a sex machine? There is a way. There is a way. It's a way. It's a way. Everybody's passing there. But ask yourself, at the end of the way, how will I end up? So that is why we will need God to lead us. That is why when you are about to take certain make God decisions in life, listen, you must go before God because your life is at stake. Your future is at stake. God brought you on earth to fulfill a particular assignment and you don't know how to get there. That is why you will need him to go ahead of you. He must lead you. Listen, we are all at the bottom. We are all struggling to go to the top. Ask yourself, here in Africa, they are saying there's no money, but people are making money. People are making money. Listen, to move from the bottom to the top, we will need God to lead us. We will need the spirit to lead us. We will need God to speak to us. That do A, B, C, and D, and you shall be successful. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Romans 8, 14. For who, for all who are led by the spirit of God, are the children of God. One of the hallmark or one of the qualifications or one of the things that will qualify to be called a child of God is the fact that you allow God to lead you. You allow the spirit to dictate to you. He must lead you. He is, in fact, it's a must for him to lead you. He said, he must lead you. When, oh, you know, David said, he leaded me in the path of righteousness. He leaded me in the path of righteousness. I have shared with you many years ago, you know, when I was done with the University of Ghana, you know, and uh, after, when I did my diploma, and I, 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 I didn't know what to do. And I had people telling me that, well, you know, you are ripe for ministry. Come and do ministry. Come and do ministry. And I said to myself, and myself, I was sensing that it wasn't time to do ministry. So I went to God in prayer. 21 days, 21 days, 21 days fasting. And on the third day, I said, I'm going to 21. I want God to speak to me. On the third day, a woman appeared to me. And she said, the woman spoke to me. Who told you God doesn't understand you? He speaks every language. The woman said, Meba, Kusku. What it means to our international friends, what it means is that my son go to school. It's not time for ministry. When I'm done with school, you get a good job. You get money to do ministry. And I told my people that God is saying I should go to school. And the people I thought to sponsor me to do my degree, they left me. And I was praying. I said, God, how do I pay my fees? And in a dream, God spoke to me. He said, Go for dumb broadcasting. That was where I met a woman. Who paid my fees for degree? God must lead you. I'm telling you, listen, He must lead you. Listen, I went to Don Block. I can't forget that day. I woke up in the morning and I was wearing shorts. Shorts, attacked me. The one you used to wear to church. I was wearing shorts. And, 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 and I was preaching in the open. And I was preaching Hebrews 10 25. You know, you know the kind of things I preach. Hebrews 10 25. I said, Listen, the Bible says that uh, do not forsake the gathering. Listen, yet as we are here right now, some people have gathered almost whole joints. And they're eating mutu. But the Bible is saying that do not forsake the gathering of yourselves. But continue to meet and encourage each other as you see the end approaching. And I was preaching, I was saying, and I remember I said that. I, I remember I, 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 I said, because that was my first preaching. My first don't broadcasting, I met a sponsor. May you meet a sponsor. May you meet a sponsor. Listen, and I, and I, and I said, from Monday to Friday, you go to work. God gave you strength. On Sunday, you sit in the house. What are you telling God? The strength. Who gave it to you? If you don't repent, God will take the strength from me. The woman came out. Because I was behind her window. And she came out. And she was just looking. I was honest. At, at the point, I was afraid. So, and she said, when I finished, I preached for only 15 minutes. She said, come. She said, who are you? And I said, my name is Bella. Why do you church? Listen, she was one of the people who did sponsor my wedding. Even though I was working. Listen, God must lead you. 
And what happened was that, to cut a long story short, he said, what do you do? I saw my student. And, and one day, I was praying. I said, no, let me go ask her. That one went to pay my fees. And she counted those days. She counted 600 Ghana CD for me. And said, let me pay my fees after I finish my degree. Listen, listen. To move from the bottom to the top, the first thing you need is the, is the leading of the spirit. Listen, I can tell you an authority that it's not every church that you must even attend. You see, I keep telling you, if God tells you not to, not to come, you don't come here again. You see, maybe God has prepared a certain pastor for a certain church for you. Go there. Go there. Listen, it's not everybody who has to be in this church. I, listen, I want church, man. I want people to be, I want the place to be full. But it's not everybody. Listen, there is, there is a pastor for everybody. I'm telling you. Listen, there is a pastor for everybody. But some pastors cannot say this thing. They are afraid people will run away. Even Jesus Christ, he preached a wild message. Eh? 500 people left him. 72. He preached again. 72 left. 12. And he said, will you also go? And Peter said, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I am telling you, you must be led by the Spirit. Oh, I, listen. You must be led. As many as are led are the sons. Then, fast forward. I finished degree. Okay, even, even before the degree, my national service. I had my first service allowance. 200 Ghana City in the year 2010. 200 Ghana City. Then, you know, some Ghana will add 30 Ghana. But then, we're doing a service on, on campus. Then, 230. The day I received the money, by then, it was TTV Trust Bank. That's what I was saving. The day, and it was the e-switch card, the day the money came, that night when I went to sleep, the Lord came to me, the woman came to me in a dream again. He said, Sir Brandt here, was suffering. No my I became sad. I became sad. When I gave the money to Apostle, Apostle bought a microphone for the church. And after that, any man of God comes to preach at the miracle temple. They say, Ah, I say, ah, Apostle James, where did you get this microphone from? So the Lord bought this for us, and they'll pray. They'll pray for me. They'll pray for me. And one day. A certain man of God came and he said, Because you have done this thing for God, right after school, you must struggle for job. It confirmed what the woman told me in a dream. Listen, you must be led. I'm telling you, to move from the bottom. See, there are some things you can't pray it. You must be led. We have wasted time. You know me, I like prayer. I believe in long hours of prayer. But listen, there are some things eh, like this one. You can't pray it. The, thing, the Holy Ghost must lead you. He must lead you. I'm telling you, he must lead you. Oh, who to marry? He must lead you. He must, which church to attend? Ah, as for us, we are Presbyterians. So we are, uh, I am a fourth generational Presbyterian. Huh? But God has prepared a certain 19 year old boy to father you. And you are saying you are a fifth generation Presbyterian. You bear the bottle. I'm not saying being in presbytery is wrong. Please forgive me. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that you must be led. You must be led. A lot of people have suffered certain things because, because they did not consult God with certain things. I am telling you. One day I was about to travel somewhere. I had, I had, bought, I had bought everything, prepared everything. And I went to my spiritual father, Apostle. I was still with him. And I went to the Apostle to pray for me. When he prayed and learned how someone prayed for me, I felt like sleeping. I went to bed. Then, then, then the person was about to visit the, that place. The person came and said, listen, it's not time to come. Don't come. If you come, you'll not return again. You must be led. You must be led. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Now, quickly. So somebody saying that, how will God lead you, number one? By his word. Listen, if you cannot hear the voice of God, through his word, through the Bible, then forget about prophecy. Because the greatest prophecy is the word of God. If you cannot hear the voice of God, through his word, listen, through his word, oh, but you don't read the Bible, and you want, and you want, and you want, and you want a certain man of God to pour oil on it. Listen, this one, this, listen, it's first thing, first. I remember many years ago, those days when I was a young boy coming up, I remember I encountered uh, uh, Pastor Otabe in a dream. And he was saying some things to which I can't say. Very, very highly confidential. And after that, he said, first things first. I'm telling you, one of the ways to be led is 
to, you see, is by his word. And David said in Psalm 119 verse 133, direct my steps according to your word. Psalm 119 verse 133. If you are there, please give it to me. Direct my steps according to your word. Make my steps steady through your promise. The word of God. There are a lot of Christians today, their legs are shaking. That is, you see, I can tell whether your legs are steady or shaky. Whether your legs are steady or shaky. If I see the way you relate to God and the things of God. I'm telling you. And why do you come to why, why didn't you come to church? I didn't come to church because the other when I was singing or the other when I was clapping, someone look at me some way. It means your leg is not steady, your leg is shaking. Your leg is shaking. You have become like an old lady holding Puma. Would you know Puma? Puma dada. Puma Puma Puma. So by, the, by his word. So you must learn to hear the voice of God through his word. I'm telling you. All those people who are in there and say, Oh, the Bible is a history book. The Bible, listen, let them say what they want to say. We believe that the word of God is authentic, is inerrant, infallible, eternal. Number two. Oh, Jesus. How, how God will lead you? Through dreams and visions. Through dreams and visions. Most of my leadings came through dreams. 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 So that is why you must be careful the last person you spoke to before you went to sleep. Because that person has the ability to influence your dream. Be careful the last thing you watch. Ah, before you went to sleep... You are singing for somebody's husband and you want God to speak to you. You are joking. You are joking. Before you went to sleep, you were watching pornography and you want to see visions. Listen, you will see naked women and you see and you see serpents sleeping with you. Amen. Through dreams and visions. Joseph had a dream and Jesus' life was preserved. That's, that, that's Joseph's, Jesus' daddy. Joseph had a dream about his future. Saw stars. Listen, if you are here and you go to sleep and you don't see dreams, then there's something wrong with you. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because dreams is also a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Another way God will lead you is through prophecy. That's what we all like, prophecy. But you see, the greatest prophecy is the word of God. And that way, God, God will lead you is by the voice of your pastor. The voice of your pastor. God will lead you. You see, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. Listen, your pastor must make you lie down. If your pastor cannot make you lie down, you are a snake. You're not a sheep. You're a snake. Amen. He makes me. David said, I am a sheep. And God is my shepherd. And he makes me lie down. Lie down. I'm not saying come and lie on my bed though. I am saying that your pastor must make you do things. Good things. Do you understand that? If you have become rebellious, you are not a sheep. You are a snake. Maybe you have some crocodile or some antelope somewhere. I'm telling you. He makes me lie down. So one of the ways to be led is for you through the voice of your pastor. There are people today who want to be blessed, but they cannot hear God speaking to them through the voice of their pastor. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. One of the things that I enjoy is when apostle, I go to the miracle temple and apostle start declaring. Now, apostle start declaring, you know, you are blessed. The Lord help you. You see, because I understand the power of words, because Isaiah 44, 26, he, said that he confirms the words of his servant and the predictions. So anytime a person is predicting, I know it's I know it will happen. The Bible says that the word that was preached to us was preached to them, but it did not profit them because they did not mix their word with faith. So the voice of your pastor can lead you. Yeah. You're going to marry a certain guy. The guy hasn't got a nose. His nose is turned upside down. Anytime it rains, the rain will enter the guy's nose. Your pastor is saying the guy hasn't got a nose. But because love is blind, you can't say the guy hasn't got a nose. After you've married him, the eye clear. You must be led by the voice of your pastor. I'm telling you. Amen. You must be led. He must make you, he must speak to you for you to understand. You must be led. But people are rebellious. 
the pastor speaks, and because and because they think they are older than the pastor, they are older than the pastor. Oh, now 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 small boy. Also, yeah, and they call the man and they 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 call you call your pastor. Also, and then also. Oh Jesus! Now number two, to move from the bottom to the top, you must be sensitive to God's timing. Sensitive to God's timing. Sensitive to God's timing. First Chronicles twelve thirty two. First Chronicles twelve thirty two. From the time from the tribe, I beg your pardon, of Issachar, there were two hundred leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the timings and knew. The best course for Israel to take. First Chronicles 12, 32. The timing of God. You must ask yourself, is it time to marry? There's a time to marry. I was telling one guy in my office, he's 32 years old. I said, young man, it's time to marry. Marry and stop fooling. I said, listen, marry. Because there's a time, you see, when you are old, the, you see, the older you get, the more your eye begins to open. So, Certain things you don't notice about the person you want to marry when you are young. When you are old, then begin to know, begin to see faults. So you see that when, when, when a guy is 25, the girl is, the girl is uh, uh, 23. Oh, they are, uh, they, are, uh, they are foolishly in love. Tell them the guy hasn't got a nose, the girl hasn't got a head. I will still want to marry her. That's why they say love is blind. But when you are 38, like me, 40, you become very selective and very, uh, and very choosy. So when it's time to marry, marry. You must, you see, you must know the timings and say, you must know, I'm, see, I'm not, see, I'm not saying that go and carry anything and bring that thing here. Amen. Oh, if you bring something here, we will advise you. If you don't listen, we, we will bless the marriage. I, I don't, I, you're not, you're not coming to stay in my house. You can stay in your house. You can stay in your house. Amen. But when, you see, but when it's time to marry, you must marry. The timing of God, you see, you must know. You're, you're, you're I'm talking to you. You know I'm talking to you. You know, you know I'm preaching to you. Hallelujah! <laughs> see, when is time? See, when is time to marry? Marry. And pastor, me, I want a flat screen. Listen, you, you see, see, all you had is a tokumbo. You know a tokumbo TV, the one with the big head, the one with the Yes, but listen. You, want, you see, the images that this flash screen will produce, Tokumbo produce the same thing. So marry, because you see, a time is going. To, you see, there is a grace at a at, at a point in time. The grace will come. If you don't enter into it, that is it. So that is why the man said that anytime somebody comes to the angel comes to stir the water, somebody goes ahead of me. Once the person enters room, the person takes the power. And the water is neutralized. The power in the water is neutralized. If you enter, nothing will happen to you. Coffee, hope you understand. When it's time to marry, marry. Amen. The timing of God. When it's listen, when it's time to learn trade, eh? When it's time to go to go to school, there is a time for everything. Hallelujah. There is a time for everything. There's a time for everything. Amen. If you want to move from the bottom to the top. You must know the timings of God. You see, I, 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 I married at a time that I, that I didn't, that, that I have not decided to marry. I remember I went to my, 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 uh, my site. I was standing with my uncle. Then I, then I told my uncle that, no, I want to marry. I said, I really? I said yeah, I want to marry. And I married. <laughs> I married. Amen. Listen, you, you see, Salo, you will not get everything before you marry. Eh? You won't get everything. Eh? Eh? Me, I want, I want a guy with, 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 with hair on his face. No problem. The guy that came to you does not have hair on his face. Buy him Jebba. Let's put on, his hair will grow. Amen. Listen, you can't get, ev- you see, you can't get everything in one packet. Amen. You can't get everything in one packet. When I marry my wife, right? Well, my, my, I mean, she was in university. And I said I wanted to go to university. Now she's in university. Hallelujah. So listen, you, you say, you, 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 when, is the, when is the time marry? Marry and stop fooling. Marry. Know the timings of God and marry. Are you looking at me? Huh? 
See, Mrs. Nonya, my daughter, right? My daughter, Pat, right? Pat, first class university student. But the husband is now about to finish university. So you'll be there, be there and say, I'm more educated than a boy. You'll be there. Be there, be there. She's married. She's she, she smiling. Look, look, look at the beautiful girl. Your children are in your, in your loins and you're always pouring them into a condom. Be there. Be there. Don't marry. Be there. Be, be, be there. A time will come. You look, see, a time will come. Be there. Be there. Be there. Eh, eh, me, I can speak English more than a boy. Sure, bro, no worry. At this time, what do you want? Go and speak English. Go and speak English. I said, marry. I said, marry, marry, be the marry. You must know the timing of God, marry. Amen. Ask your father. When you marry your mother, ask your father whether your father, whether your father had a bed. They slept on a mat, so marry. You must know the timing, the timing of God. The t- See, when I married my wife, we're living, we're living in a single room. Single room. Everything was there. Our wardrobe, our fridge, everything was when you enter the room, you hear you hear the food or uh, the, the scent of food. So no visitor. If my mother comes to visit, we sit outside. It doesn't matter who you are, whether it's raining or shine, you sit outside. You sit outside. Amen. So you must know the timing of God. There's a time God is calling to do ministry. Enter. Ah, do you think, do you think, do you think if I had waited? So let me wait till I'm 40. First time, do you think I'll be here by now? No. There's a time for ministry. Amen. Yeah. A, you see, this is the time. The Bible says, remember your creator in the days of their youth. This is the time to remember God. This is the time. The Bible says that, let us do the work of he that sent us. Because night is coming, whereby nobody can work. Now listen, but I guess when I can pray for long hours, a time is going to come. I can't pray long hours any longer. I can't pray. Amen. So, you must know the timing. In this time, ask, what is God saying? What should I do? But I say, marry. Eh? Marry. Your children want to come out. Marry. They are, they are tired. If you are not careful, some of you give birth. If you are not careful, eh? If you wait for a long time, some of you give birth with gray hair. They are tired. Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Now, to move from the bottom to the top, number three, practice excellence. You must practice excellence. You must practice excellence. Hallelujah. Yeah. You must learn to practice excellence. You see? Moving from the bottom to the top, you must be intentional about it. Yeah. You must be intentional about it. It doesn't happen automatically. You must learn to practice excellence. Sorry, excellence. All right. So Psalm 8 verse 1. Psalm 8 verse 1. Oh Lord our God, how excellent is thy name. I wish I could stay more on Mary. <laughs> how excellent. Because a lot of us are in the valley. It's at the bottom. Sele? They are in the bottom. They are in the bottom. You must come to the top. Eh? So when you marry, you've come to the top. Amen. Oh Lord thy God. Psalm 8 verse 1. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. See, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now, this goes to those of us who are married. Hmm? Hmm? Let me tell you something. You must, everything you do, you must be excellent at it. Hmm? To move from the bottom to the top, you must be intentional about becoming an excellent Christian. Yeah? Yeah. You are seamstress. Anytime you show for people, eh? anytime you show for people, the people cannot move one hand. And who should come and show for you? No, who should, no, 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 who should come and show? Who should come and, no, 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 who should come? You must be, see, eh, 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 yes, Mr. Noyan, please stand up. Let me, let, let me show them something. Look at the dress. Is it not nice? Is it not nice? That's my tailor, right? My tailor. Is, is, is it a design? But I told him yesterday that this, I don't allow this, this tailor to show for me again. Even though he's good. Do you know why? Because he's good at disappointing people. Now, 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 do you get it? Yes. So this means that, so this means that, but he will not understand. But the day he will disappoint you, you will run away from him. <laughs> Sit down. 
Oh, now let's say, you see, so you see, so you see, and, you see, and that is not excellence. It's not excellent. You can sow, but you are always disappointed. I remember one day I had to go and fight with him. I gave him money to sow for my children, my, Benny and JD. After, the, after he, 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 he said, okay, he will sow for them. I gave him the money. One month, four weeks, I gave him money, fabric, everything. At the point, I moved my car and I went to sit there. He said, go and cancel me. I'm not going. I'm, not going. I'm staying here with you. I'm staying. Because, listen, if I go, by the time I come back, I told you, you close. When you go there, what, what, what has it closed? Uh, then God helped you. No, 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 do you understand that? I see, and that's not excellence. So this means that all the people, coffee, hope you understand. Eh? If you don't do that, you suffer. Because, see, what, because what it means is that all the people that I recommended to him, I will tell them, don't go to that, don't go to that particular tailor again. There's a certain woman who sells at her office around the Smithers Road. If you go to buy Wache, she takes the shito as if, she, as, if, as, if, as, if, as if she's fighting with you. Small shito. So at the point, I told my friend, listen, don't, don't, don't go to her again. Don't, don't go. No, you, see, you, see, you see, you must be excellent. And people don't know that the customer is always right. Yeah. But in Ghana here, people feel, say, if I'm going to buy from you, as if, as if you are doing me a favor. Are you serious? You see, that is not excellence. That is why, you see, that is why me, I can move my car from Spinters and go to Jowulu to buy watch and come back. Because when I get there, the way, you see, the way the woman handles me. Hope you understand. She handles me. So, so you see, you must be excellent at what you are doing. Amen. So if you are married, if you are married, you are always giving your husband food. And where's Pat? So, so listen, don't give your husband food in a rubber bowl. And give and give and give your and give your, your friends when they come, give them food in, in, in a ceramic bowl. See, you are not an excellent wife. Not an excellent wife. You out tell them, and you to the men. You to the men. Amen. To move from the bottom to the top, you must be intentional, purposeful about it. I'm telling you. That is why, that is why when you come to church, the church, we have, we have an order of service. We don't do this anyhow. Amen. Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Darius the Medi decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. And he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interest. Daniel soon proved himself more capable. Other things says, excellent. Huh? Daniel 6, 1 to 3. Daniel proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers because of Daniel's great ability. The king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Yes. Please. No, no, no. Go to verse 2, please, quickly. Verse 3. Sometimes, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an Excellence, see, people think this was it's not anointing. No? The guy was intentional about it. Eh? An excellent employee, an excellent apprentice, an excellent husband, an excellent wife. You must be purposeful, you must be intentional about it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That is why at your workplace, some people are preferred because, uh, over some people because of the word excellence. Yes, you see, and we Christians, it be bear empire, but it be bear empire, be anointing, and Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Holy Ghost. Listen, when it's time to work, work. Eh? What is, ah, there, there's this guy who comes to drop me. Anytime I don't take her to work. And the guy had a fight with the wife. The wife is a housewife. So if a housewife, why don't you start cooking by two, three? But the woman will wait when the husband gets home before the husband will cook. And you know your husband has an issue with cholesterol. He's not supposed to eat after 6 p.m. Can you, is this an, an excellent wife? No! No! And you go to a certain prophet. He will let you swallow oil. You will give an offering. And you think your husband will like you. You think he will like, I mean, what, what? Why? You must be intentional and purposeful about it. I'm telling you. Be intentional. You must be an excellent wife. Eh? Listen, young ladies, let me tell you. If you marry, eh? if you marry, if you marry, don't respect your pastors more than your husbands. You must. 
You must respect your husband more than your pastors. But, hope you are listening. If you come and kneel down, oh, pastor, and you go and stand like a giraffe before your husband, you are not an excellent wife. You must kneel before your husband and stand before him like a giraffe. I'm, I'm not your husband. At midnight, I'll be with my wife. You'll be with your husband. Amen. But we have people today who respect their husbands, who respect their wives. They are pastors. They respect their pastors more than their husbands. You are not, you don't, you don't have an excellent spirit. You don't. You don't. You don't. Hmm? If you are an apprentice, a seamstress. Oh, this thing I'm saying, oh, that, that, and that's maybe. I told him that I told him, tell your boss today, me, I'm not going. If he doesn't show the thing from nowhere, he was, he was there. I don't know. The boss ran away, and they went, and 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 they left the things for them, and they forgot to put a pocket here for my children. I said, "Listen, you must put the pocket." That they left there around, around ten. I said, "This I know. I've paid you money. So for me, the last time I came, he saw the day he saw the kaftan for my children, right? He didn't put a pocket. You were you was trying to get angry. Then now collect them the pocket. I said, "Listen, this, they are my children. I've paid you. Put the pocket there. If you don't put, I'm not going." smile and meet your customer. The person is bringing your daily bread. He, so you frown and come to church and pray to God for, for, for what? For customers? You, you, you see, you are, you are not excellent at your work. You are not excellent. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. So Daniel was excellent or he was preferred because of his spirit of excellence. First Kings 10, 1 to 5. First Kings 10, 1 to 5. When the queen of Sheba heard Solomon's fame, which brought Anna to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She arrived in Jerusalem with a large group of attendants and a great caravan of camels loaded with spices, large quantities of gold and precious jewels. When she met with Solomon, she talked with him about everything she had on her mind. Verse 3. Solomon had answers for all her questions questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. Verse 4. When the queen of Sheba realized how very wise Solomon was and when she saw the palace he had built. The palace he had built. There's a church on the Sprinters Road. Prayer Palace. Prophet Manaraji. Man, you know, this pastor carries an excellent spirit. Glass church. Glass church. Listen. Listen, even if you're a demon, when you see the church, you'll you, you go back. Beautiful glass church. Beautiful, beautiful. Amen. Verse 5. She was overwhelmed. She was overwhelmed. She was also amazed at the food on his table. The organization of his officials. The organization of his officials. Because you, I mean, you, go to, you go to some churches and you see a very big stone behind a drum. The stone of the Lord. <laughs> big stone behind a drum. It shows the pastor is not excellent. I'm telling you. Yeah. It shows. You see, it shows that the pastor is not excellent. Big stone. What's a stone doing in a church? First, we had a big stone here. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, how can I remove the stone? I said, okay, let's put some carpet. You see, you see. And, 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 and the queen. Organization of his officials and their splendid clothing. Splendid clothing. So that, that I was telling uh, those on the master bed, I said, listen, now don't wear anything to church. Dress nicely. Yes, dress nicely. You understand that? Yes, dress. Dress like someone who works at M MTN or Echo Bank. You are, you are coming to church. Amen. You are coming to church. I'm telling you, you are coming to church. See, the only difference between your church, between the church and, and where we work is the fact that where we work, they pay our salary. By nature, if you like that and see, your boss not your pastor will bury you. Look at Pat. Look at Pat. She's giving birth. You understand that? If she were to be working at Echo Bank or somewhere, even if she were to be working with United Nations, eh? eh the UN Secretary General will, will, will not name the child. It's the pastor who named the child. So if I come to church, dress well. Dress well. You have put all your dresses in a boss. Kakalika have chewed the dress. Cockroaches. Dress well. 
dress for you. Only dress for you. I'm going to visit your husband. No, so I'm going to visit, visit your boyfriend. Or going to visit your girlfriend. Dress well. Amen. Yeah. It shows, it shows, it shows a certain kind of excellence. Amen. Even Juju men cry, now cry, they're on TikTok and Facebook. <laughs> Splendid clothing, the cup bearers, and the burnt offerings Solomon made at the temple. Oh, number four, number four, number four, quickly, number four. How to move from the bottom to the top, number four. Know the will and purpose of God for your life and follow it. Know the will and purpose of God for your life and follow it. Acts chapter 13, verse 36. Acts 13, 36. This is, not a, this is not a reference to David. For after David had done the will of God in his own generation, he died and was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. He's done, you must know. For David, after he had served his own generation, may you serve your own generation. By the will of God, you must know the will of God for your life. The purpose of God for you. See, what I'm doing today, this is the will of God for my life. Yeah. I never thought I would work after school. That was my plan. I, did, I didn't know I would work after school. My, I said, because I knew the will of God for my life. Become a pastor and that is it. So that is why this work, we do it with our everything. Ah! But look at where I stay. Swing this to this place. Even the road will make you tired. The road, anytime I invite a preacher here, the last time I had a Holy Ghost invasion, the guy, Pastor God, He's a man of God. This is a great sacrifice. This means, in fact, God has really called you. Yes. The road will make you, see, the road will make you, by the time you get to church, you are tired. You are tired. Especially when it rains. Yeah. You understand that? But you see, you must know, you see, when you know that this is God's will, it doesn't matter the obstacle. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter. Come hell or high water, you will pursue your purpose. Amen. Some of you, your purpose is to feed people. Your purpose on earth, and see, the only thing that will give you fulfillment on earth is, 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 is just to support orphans. Some of you, it's is, 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 is just to use your cooking skills. The, see, the skills God gives to cook, use that skill to feed people. Feed, feed people in the church. You see, you're you doing, oh, come and cook, you're doing something, come and help you. You're not coming and cook, but you're cooking for somebody's husband. Hmm? You wear, you wear spaghetti, spaghetti top, spaghetti top with, with, with hot pants. And we're frying chicken in somebody's kitchen. You are, you see, you will fry chicken in somebody's kitchen. Because the man told you he likes your lips, hips, and fingertips. Amen. I am preaching. I, I, I am preaching. I'm preaching. Amen. Some of you, your purpose in life, some of you, your purpose, your purpose is to help God's work. You, you know, you see, you see, that's your assignment. Help God's work. Help. Just help. Help! Help! Some of you, your purpose, God gave you money. Listen, the money is not for you. If the money, the day you die, they'll bury you the money. But the money is not for you. The money is not for you. God gave you money to support. One, one guy in my office was trying, to, was trying to have an argument with me. Eh, he has a problem with people paying tight. And offering a first fruit. I said, I said, young man, young man, what do you believe in? He said, well, as for him, the, uh, he said, traditionally, I said, fine. Believe in your religion. Allow us, the pastors, to take the tithe and drop the tithe. You see, you see, some of you, God gave you money to help build his church. To help build his church. And you see the money to fly a small girl. A small girl. Old girl, fly her Accra, London, Accra, Dubai, Accra, London, Accra, Dubai. See, let me tell you something. Ethiopian, Ethiopian, Ethiopian uh, uh, Airways. Is it Ethiopian? How many? I think about five years ago, right? Yeah, one of the best aircraft. It, 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 I think it was a Boeing 77. One of the biggest. It crashed. So be careful. We are flying somebody's school fees. Be careful. Somebody's school fees. The money, the money, the money God gave to the man to help the church. The, the man has used the money to buy shoes for you and you're wearing it. Be careful. Be careful. I'm telling you. Be careful. Because one day, you wear that shoe, something will choke your leg, and the soul will never be, it will, it will become an, an ulcer, and you have to cut your leg. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful.
Your strength must be used in the house of God. Be careful. You must know that we, uh, listen, we are moving from the bottom to the top. It is not by prayer. You must be intentional about it. So you must know the will of God and the purpose of God for your life. I'm telling you. You must know. You must know. So be careful. Lawrence, hmm? be careful. If I mention your name, it means I like you. If I don't mention your name, so be, so be praying. Pastor, let the pastor say, Pastor, mention my name. If I don't mention your name, it means you're in trouble. Hallelujah. All right. Finally, yes, 30, I've preached for 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm on time. Oh, clap for me. All right. So, um, and finally, number five. To move from the bottom to the top. Romans 2. Okay, sorry. Keep God's standards. Keep God's standards. See? In Ghana, we have an institution called Ghana Standards. Keep God's standards. Amen. So, you must... Keep God's standards. You might see God, every nation, every institution has standards. In my where I work, for instance, it's compulsory that you put on suit and tie. So you see, where I work, the standard is that you must wear a jacket. And not just a any jacket. You understand that? Not bright colors like orange jacket. No, 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 no. Orange jacket. No, 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 no. If you want orange, go and do church in Kumasi. Red jacket, yellow jacket. You see, you must wear dark colors. Blue, black, black, coffee. Coffee brown. You understand that? Those colors. Yep. That's a standard. In this church, our standard is that when I'm preaching, you don't WhatsApp. When I'm preaching, I go out to take a call, you don't come back. Yeah, you don't come back. Our standard here is that you don't drink pure water in the church. Go out and drink. Do you understand that? See, everybody has standards. If you're a young lady or a young man without standards, anything goes. Amen. Salon, you have standards. There's a certain kind of man you want. Stand to your feet, let me preach to you. Wow. She looks like that MTN girl. Oh, you didn't wear the MTN fascinator. Okay. Look at her. She has standards. So when you come to her, <laughs> so when you come, trying to propose to her, and you don't meet her standards, she will tell you that the Lord hasn't spoken to me. <laughs> Sit down. Everybody has standards. And in the kingdom of God, we have standards. Amen. Listen, when you manufacture a car in Japan, if you are taken to the U.S., they have their standards. Hello? Hello? Do you get it? If you go to Action Chapel, they have their standards. If you come to my house, 8.30, I lock my gate. It, that's my standard. By 7, my boys must sleep. Whether they are feeling sleepy or not. Even if they slept in the afternoon, by 7, they must enter the bedroom. That's my standard. Do you understand that? So in the house of God, there are standards. If you are dealing with God, there are standards. Let's go. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy this NLT. Romans 12, 2. Please open this thing for me. Roman, a certain pastor was preaching and he fell down because he didn't drink water. Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person oh, by changing uh, the way you think then you will learn to know God's will for you. Alright. Which is good and pleasing and perfect. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. The behavior and customs of this world. I thought boxer shorts when you wear it. It's a boxer shorts. So you wear it and you wear a trousers on it. But now, the madness in town is that when you wear a boxer shorts, you must drag your trousers to this side and your boxers must show. It's a standard in the world. Huh? It's not in the world. And people are trying to bring it into the church. Hallelujah. The world 
saying that it is normal to go out to somebody's husband. The world is saying that it is normal to drink alcohol every Friday. Alcohol and meat. Listen, you are putting pressure on your kidney. I'm telling you. That is the standard of the world. But the standard of the church is that we take communion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The standard of the world is that you can do cohabitation. The person you're not married to, you can stay as husband and wife. That is the standard of the world. But the standard of the church is that until you are married, you can't live together. The church has a standard. But because we have some pastors and some church leaders have compromised God's standard, now the church looks like the world. And the world looks like the church. He's saying, don't copy the behavior. The behavior and customs of the world. You see a praise and worship leader who is trying to sing like Shatawale. He mounts the stage. Then he holds his trousers. Then he's doing this. He's doing this. He's doing Listen! That is the standard of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the church, we don't practice polygamy. See, I know some people make some arguments that oh, if you want to live long, don't marry one woman. Even one is a problem. Look at this girl. Look at her beautiful hair. Hey, get up. This one, if, she, if, if, if you see the kind of trouble that she can make, no, no, I'm saying something. See, the kind of trouble that she can make, especially when the animal in her comes alive. The kind of trouble she can make. Do you get it? No. Then you will say you married this one. Then you add this one to it. Because you want to live long. Hey, you must be digging your grave. Sit down. Now, now, now you see, what am I saying? Polygamy is not in the church. And it must not be in the church. We know, we, we know there are pastors who have married more than one. Oh, I saw one like that. Defending it on, on, on YouTube. A Ghanaian pastor married more than one. And I'm like, man, even one is a problem. Hmm? The Bible said, and Solomon loved many strange women. The man that wisdom is accredited unto or ascribed to, as you say, that guy, the wisest man, he died in a shrine just because of women. See, I'm not saying women are bad. They are good. But if a woman tells you, you, today I'm finished with you, you are finished. A prophet by name, Elijah, commanding fire, vomiting, whoo, everybody. 400 men, uh, prophet, he killed them. And I'm asking, ah, I am there. You've killed my brother. Why should I be standing there? I should run away. Hey, stand there. Catch you, cut off your neck. 450. He killed everybody. A woman, Jezebel said, listen, because of what you've done, tomorrow by this time, you will die. The man started running. I said, you didn't go on fire. You didn't go on fire. The man told God, I want to die. I want to die. Just because a woman has spoken. See, let me tell you something. If you are married, marry one. And if you are dating somebody, date one person. If you think dating two women makes you smart, you're a fool. Oh, pastor, I will date two. So that when I marry, I'll marry one. Listen. I'll, I'll preach. I'll preach. I'll preach. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor, me, I'll marry me, I'll marry two. I, I, I will date two. So that when I marry, I'll marry one. Listen, what you can do whilst you are dating, if you marry, you can't do it. You may not be bold to tell your wife that. You are married another one. So you practice what we call unofficial polygamy. You have, and that is what most of our Ghanaian ministers are doing. They have a wife. The wife has become a, a flower pot in the house. She has become a ceremonial woman, a flower pot. She used to decorate the house, take care of the children. When she's flying to Dubai, she flies with a girlfriend. That is why when they travel to go for medical attention, you know I'll come to you, you know I'll come to you. When they travel and they, go for and they go for medical attention, they don't come back. They don't come back. Polygamy! 
One is even a problem. So polygamy is a no-no. Hallelujah. Homosexuality. We have pastors who are, who are, who are homosexuals. Come. Now listen. Look at this boy. Don't look at look at them. Look at this boy. Look at him. Bones. See, bones. Bones. Stand there. Look at him. Bones. Bones. Come. 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 Stand here. Thank you, Kofi. Your eyes are good. Akachaleba, come here. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. And you are saying that homosexuality is good. There is something wrong with your head. There is something wrong with your head. I am telling you. Look at this one. Look at this one. Tell me. Are you saying God is a fool? Are you saying God is a fool? Have you seen a male dog mounting a male dog? So why do you want to mount a man? There is something wrong with your head. There's something wrong with your head. Hallelujah. I told you, whether visitors or not, I'll preach. Yeah. Homosexuality. He said, no, no. But in church, we have pastors. And I'm like, which God called you? Then this guy will bring this man and I'll bless the marriage. Are you normal? Are you normal? Huh? What is wrong with your head? We put this say, Kramen po onyansa chen wu. Because Kramen bema, and fru Kramen bema. Hallelujah! Shall I come and sit down? Ah! Look at this one. This one. That wears khaki shorts. With this one. That wears skirts. Look at this one. Look at his haircut. Look at his head. And look at this one. There's a difference. Amen. Ah, can you imagine with my mustache? And I get the mustache and I'm mustache and I'm kissing. Are you, are, what is wrong with you? But in the church, that's a standard of the world. If you want to move from the bottom to the top, you don't do the things of the world. Hallelujah. Lesbianism, the girls. Lesbianism. And some of you are suspects. Any boy. You, you, are, you are 25, 26, 26, 27, 28. Any boy that gets close to you. Na, 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 oh, oh, oh. Hey. Hey. What is wrong with you? I met, I mean, one lady like that. A lawyer, beautiful young girl. She looked into my face and she told me that marriage will not validate her. And I said, oh, really? Okay. Then make sure don't remove your dress anywhere. Because the day you remove your dress anywhere, that day, you don't wake up from the bed again. I'm serious. <laughs> Alcoholism. Alcoholism is a standard of the world. In the church, you don't drink alcohol. But we have pastors who drink alcohol. I saw for Munu Munsa. In fact, See, let me tell you something. If you love alcohol, eh, you are digging your grave because it will affect your liver. Hey, eh, your kidney. See, kidney disease. Ah, uh, okay. Kidney disease, eh? It's a death sentence. Okay. Kidney disease is a death sentence. Eh? It's a death sentence. Eh? Me, I have kidney. I have kidney disease. Oh. And when I told the pastor, the pastor didn't look for anybody to donate. Me, I should donate my kidney to you. When we drink the alcohol, they didn't do, do, do inform me. If you like, check the scriptures. What alcohol did to people? Check the scriptures. Check the scriptures. Alcohol has a ripple effect. Lot, her daughters, they were able to sleep with their father because they gave the man alcohol. And they had two children. Amnon 
and Moab. And God cursed them. The Moabites. That's what the Bible says. For, for the power of Moab is broken. The curse. Moab cursed them. Incest. Alcohol. Noah drank alcohol. And he uncovered himself. He uncovered himself. Alcohol. So keep drinking. You see, you see I know there's no scripture in the Bible that says, Thou shalt not drink. No. There's no scripture in the Bible. But common sense should tell us that. And sang a best Hallelujah. Stealing, telling lies, gossip, snatch people's wives and husbands. Finally, how do you keep God's standard? Number one, change your way of thinking. Romans 12, 2. Change the way of thinking. Number two, please be in the communion. Eh? Number two, order your life by obeying and practicing the scriptures. Order your life by obeying and practicing the scriptures. Psalm 119, verse 9. Comma, 133. So the comma means that from the verse 9, you will jump to 133. Psalm 119, verse 9, comma, 133. Then finally, cherish God's word. How to keep God's standard? Cherish God's word. Psalm 119, verse 10 to 11. Psalm 119, verse 10 to 11. It says that, I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Whatsoever you hide in your heart. Okay. 